Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle. It is a game night, preseason game number six for the Edmonton Oilers, who had games Friday night, 2-1 overtime victory in Calgary. On an overtime winner from Brad Malone, and then Saturday flew into Vancouver. Tight game through two periods. Canucks ultimately won 5-2. In both games, the Oilers dressed a significantly weaker lineup on paper. The Flames had 13 NHLers uh, in their lineup. 13 guys expected to be on their team. The Oilers had seven in Calgary. 16 players from the Canucks on Saturday night. Nine Oilers in that game. Uh, Tonight, we are going to see a total of... uh, uh, 13 members of uh, what I think the Seattle Kraken will end up being. Uh, the Oilers, meanwhile, tonight will have 10. Uh, 10 guys that I expect to see on the Edmonton Oilers. So, pretty good matchup between these two teams. we got a lot to get to. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. We do want to mention today, Chorus is recognizing Truth and Reconciliation Day uh, here on 630 Ched in Edmonton. And we're going to have a bit of that theme during the course of our show. Um, we'll have a preview of the the matchups, the line combinations, and those sort of things. We'll get to NHL today. We'll get to our top story, all that kind of stuff out of the get-go. We'll hear from Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft all in about the first 10 minutes of the show. Then just after 5.10, Mac T on Mondays. Craig McTavish will be joining us for our friends at Contract Equipment. Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. 5.35 today. Robert Morin, he's an Edmonton area businessman. Uh, he played at one time for Bill LaForge uh, back in the day for the Enoch Tomahawks. And he's uh, he's been around for a while and we'll have a engaging conversation on the unique challenges uh, that Robert and uh, the Indigenous community continue to go through on a day-to-day basis and also some of the success stories as well. We'll also get to a conversation we had with arguably the greatest Indigenous player of all time, Brian Trotche, today at 6.05. And then a guy who is trying to secure a spot on the Edmonton Oilers this season, and that is Raphael Lavoie. And you're going to want to hear this one-on-one sit-down conversation. First of all, his English is dramatically improved from where it was a couple of years ago. 
But he answered a I asked him today, who would you like to pattern your NHL game after? And his response kind of floored me because it's a player I love. So that's called a tease. We got that coming up at 620. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline 7804960063. Don't miss Sunday buffets at the River Cree featuring all you can eat snow crab legs and other seafood favorites. Uh, just $69.99 per person. Book your table at the River Cree Resort.com. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, same number, 7804960063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. Brandon Escott helps produce this show. The technical producer back at the 630 Chet Studios today is Kellen Kennedy. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The top story tonight, the Oilers will play Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl along with Zach Hyman to start on a line in Seattle. Now, there's a distinct possibility during the course of the game, you may see the lines get moved around a bit as they maybe give opportunities for Holloway and Lavoie to potentially play uh, with some higher-end players. Doesn't mean uh, there's still not an impetus in those players to get some things done on their own. Derek Ryan with uh, Dylan Holloway, who was the best player on the ice Friday night in Calgary, and Matthias Janmark, James Hamlin will center Adam Ernie and Raphael Lavoie, Brad Malone with Seth Griffith and Xavier Borgo, Brett Kulak with Cody CC, uh, Ben Gleason, who was very good in Vancouver on Saturday night with Philip Broberg, who came on during that game, Cam Deneen, who came over in the Nick Bukestead trade last year, and Philip Camp. Jack Campbell starts in goal. He was terrific in Calgary on Friday night. Yesterday, uh, Brandon Sutter had a sit-down conversation with general manager Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft and basically informed them that it was time for him to retire, that uh, there were some personal challenges that he was going with health-wise. It's too bad. It would, would have been a great story, the perfect fit. I can tell you that the players really liked Brandon Sutter, uh, but... Uh, He's had long COVID, and let's just say I think we'd have empathy for the position that he was going through. So he is uh, officially retired from the National Hockey League. That knocks Edmonton down to 33 players. Uh, More on that in a little bit later. So that's our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. For the Seattle Kraken tonight, uh, last year's Rookie of the Year, Matt Beneers, he finished first in Calder Trophy voting, just ahead of Stuart Skinner. Uh, Matt Beneers will center McCann and Everlay. McCann scored 40 goals last year. Jordan Everlay, a bounce-back campaign First time in seven seasons he reached the 60-point plateau. He is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. They got Benier second in the draft in 21, and Shane Wright dropped to Seattle at fourth in the draft in 22. Uh, he's with Ty Cartier, who had a terrific playoff for Seattle, and former Oiler Kyler Yamamoto. It'll be Wenberg with Schwartz and uh, Burakovsky. Devin Shore will end up on Seattle's fourth line. Riker Evans out of Regina Pats had a real good rookie year last year in the AHL. He'll be with former Oiler Adam Larson, Brian Dumoulin with Justin Schultz and other former winner Philip Grubauer starts in goal. All right, uh, we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to Elite Promo Marketing. Lots of movement around the league. We'll bring you the rest of the National Hockey League schedule. Do you want to mention the Edmonton Oil Kings? Uh, ended up playing Lethbridge over the course of the weekend. Bad weekend for the Alberta Golden Bears. We'll have some more information on that front as well. But when we, we return, actually, we're going to do one more thing just before we go to break here. Uh, we are going to get to NHL today, and it is presented by our friends at direct 
workwear. And it would help if I... There it is. Uh, Direct Workwear, excited to announce the women's only workwear store now open, located four doors north of the Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. I'm going to ask uh, Kellen Kennedy back to the studio. Kellen, go into Halsey, and if you could, could you pull a clip of Jay Woodcroft talking specifically about the opportunities uh, and, and how he deploys uh, Raphael Lavoie and Dylan Holloway? We'll get to that audio clip let's do it here we go you know i think we've seen good signs from both the players that you mentioned i think um for me preseason is about a little bit of experimentation as as much as anything um they've both as i said had good moments we'll see how it shakes out we that's the best part about preseason is at the end of the night you want to make sure you've put people in certain types of situations and then they show you um so that's what we're going to do tonight make sure that we're very attentive in what the players are showing us all right, there you go. When we come back, the former head coach of the Edmonton Oilers and general manager as well, a three-time Stanley Cup champion. It's Mac T on Mondays with Craig McTavish for contract equipment. Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle will play their second preseason game tonight. Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle as we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline for contract equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. We welcome back to the show a four-time Stanley Cup champion, three with the Oilers, former general manager and head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. It's Mac T on Mondays with Craig McTavish. Hello, Craig. How are you doing? Very good, Bob. Thank you. I picked up a Stanley Cup uh, over the uh, over the intermission. I see. How's I, I three with the Oilers and one with the Rangers? He says three, and then after the intermission, I'm back to four. That's great. Well, I was what a start a, to the show. Well, you know, I, hey, nobody was more president of your fan club than I was. You know that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I try. I tried to get Chuck Fletcher to hire you that year in Minnesota. I even talked to the owner. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's because you wanted me out of Edmonton. You nailed it. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what yeah. <laughs> uh, Obviously, my salesman skills weren't quite as good as I thought they were. So uh, there you have it. Oh. All right. Uh, so I'm going to ask you, first yeah. of all, about a couple of you. Like today I was talking to Raphael Lavoie, and uh, he floored me when I asked him, who would you like to pattern your NHL game after? And the answer was Josh Anderson. And I was like, Oh, I kind of like Josh Anderson. Wow. That, was, yeah. that was a good answer. And, and I think we can see, like, Holloway in the three games he's played has probably been Edmonton's best forward in two of those three games. Lavoie scored an NHL goal against an NHL goalie the other night. Does there come a point, you've been in the chair as a GM and a, as a head coach, where you want to see these guys, with all due respects to LeBrad Malone of the world, maybe see what they can do with a dry settler or a McDavid at some point in preseason? Yeah, I think Holloway's deserved that chance for sure. Uh, the, the waiver uh, situation for those both those players is going to really yeah. uh, mitigate against uh, uh, Lavoie for sure. Holloway. Yeah, Holloway um, does not. Holloway does not need to clear waivers. Uh, Lavoie does have to clear waivers. Yeah. and I'm not convinced. I don't know if he does or doesn't if he goes down, but I don't know if I'd want to risk that. So there we go. There, just to clarify, away you go, Craig. Yeah, that that's going to be uh, a, a big factor. But uh, it seems like Holloway's had the most traction of any of those guys going for for uh, the 12 forward spot, and I think. 
I mean, I still think there's some runway left in the in the preseason to give these guys an opportunity to sort it out themselves because that's exactly what you need them to do. That I mean, you have to have them separate themselves. And generally, over the course of the preseason, that's exactly what happens. And I think, uh, you know, Holloway's on that track right now for sure. Yeah, so the Oilers, Craig, in my mind, they've got 11 forwards that are locks on the team, and those guys are, uh, we'll just base it on lines. So we've seen Evander Kane with Connor McDavid and Connor Brown. We've seen Nugent Hopkins with Drysettle and Hyman. Fogel with McLeod when he comes back healthy and Derek Ryan, and then Holloway and Yanmark are 10 or 11, and where theoretically would Lavoie fit in versus Elaine Peterson. And we're partially discussing this, Craig, because Brandon Sutter is chosen to retire. Just He hasn't been able to get over uh, the long COVID situation. And I just look at Lavoie in particular. Six foot four and a half is six foot four and a half. And a guy saying, I'd like to pattern my game after Josh Anderson. Good answer. And he showed a little. Yeah. He picked a couple guys the other night in Vancouver, scored a great goal. There's something there. It's an intriguing guy to watch. Yeah, and with the waiver situation, you you, you don't want to lose him. Like right. He's going to get an opportunity. I'd be really surprised if he didn't get an opportunity to start the season here. Yeah. Uh, do you remember, were you at the team when uh, they waived uh, Robbie Shrimp? Or was that the next? I'm th- I'm thinking that might have been the next year because I th- for some reason I thought Shrimpy was uh, with you in your last year as head coach, and then in the fall of '09 was put on waivers. But I remember there was an illustration of a former first round pick that we waited and waited and waited for. I remember when you called him up in '0809 Shrimpy time. You said and he just never, but he was a completely different type of player because he didn't have the size. Yeah, he had stick skill and didn't have the feet. I mean, he was such a uh, polarizing figure, too, uh, because he did have the pedigree to score coming in. I remember at the draft when we interviewed him, it was like it was a wild interview. Like it was absolutely profanity laced and on his side. And it was like just it was it was pretty bizarre. Uh, I mean, everybody grows up. I've talked to Robbie over the years. He's 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 a man now and lives in London, Ontario. Good, really good guy. I mean, he he gets it now, but he he didn't completely get it then. And I remember walking over to the draft with Kevin, and Kevin was the manager then. And Kevin was uh, he was going. There's no way we're drafting Robbie Shrimp today. And uh, we sit down at the draft table, and because he had quite a bit of uh, uh, support from from uh, uh, Brad um, in Ontario, the Ontario scout, he had yeah, he had quite a bit of support from Brad. Brad Davis. Brad Davis. Yeah, Brad Davis. And uh, so we drafted Dubnik with the uh, with our first uh, of two picks in the first round. And yep. and Shrimp kept because other teams were feeling the same way. I'm sure from the interview and had some of the questions on Robbie, and he kept dropping and dropping and dropping. And I could feel Kevin looking at me from the other end of the table, and I wasn't making any eye contact with him at all. And, uh, oh, eventually, man. he dropped so far that. Uh, you know, we we thought, you know, there there was a chance that he he could be a really good player. I mean, there was a lot of risk involved, but uh, I mean, he dropped so far, it ended up being uh, 
uh, we, we ended up deciding that it was worth the risk. But I remember walking over to the draft, Kevin said, there's no way we're drafting him. But oh, uh, we didn't man. expect him to fall. So you took Dubnik 14th and you took Shrimp like 25th. And then I remember you were general manager. You traded Devin Dubnik. And I did an interview with you, a pre-tape for the next day. And we were talking about Devin Dubnik. And the interview was done in Dallas. We flew from Dallas into Minnesota that night. And you traded Dubnik the next morning. And you text me at like 10 in the morning, an hour before the show started. You said, hey, Stoff, we're going to have to pre-tape that interview again. <laughs> yeah. you traded Dubnik. Yeah, he had struggled that year. He just he couldn't find his game. And, uh, you know, we he, that's when we brought in Dustin Schultz. Schwartz, Schwartz, yes. he brought in Schwartz yeah. that year at Christmas time. And, uh, you know, to try and give him another voice. But it just it, it took him a, a while to get... Uh, Resettled. He went to Montreal, and then he just had an off year that year, and then came back and played much, much better for Minnesota. The uh, well, Sean Burke, the goalie whisperer, right? Because you traded him Nashville for Hendricks, then Nashville flipped him to Montreal. He didn't even play in the AHL playoffs for the Canadians. Did Dubnik? He resurfaces in Arizona the next year with Sean Burke, and then Chuck Fletcher, who had previously traded. In fact, I think you might have been the GM. Yeah, you were the GM. He traded with you for Brzgalov, and you got a decent pick in that trade. Uh, I ended up talking to Chuck about Dubnik, and Dubnik bounced back and had six good years, but he was. Broken is broke. Speaking of goalie coaches, do you notice that goalie coaches, Craig, have you ever met a goalie coach that looks at and says, yeah, my goalie should have had that one? Or do goalie coaches always rally around the goalies because they're in the trenches with them? What do you think? Well, they they're, they're, they rally around the goalies. They're, they're there to protect the goalies because the goalies can be picked on pretty uh, uh, pretty heavily, as you know. Um, but... I mean, there there are some go- – Pete Peters, to me, was a guy that was super honest about the evaluation of the goalies. And, and maybe it was because he was so good when he played. But he was always – he never gave the goalies uh, a, a, an out. Um, he thought that the goalies have to step up when the team plays bad once in a while and, and win them a hockey game. And Pete was really, uh, really honest in that regard. But most of the goalie coaches, you develop a relationship with these goalies, and it's uh, you know it's it's tough to throw that pupil under the bus if you're the goalie coach. Yeah. Yeah, one final one for you, Craig. I mean, Dustin Schwartz has worked with Stuart Skinner for years and years. He's in his second year working with Jack Campbell, who looks different. His body composition is different. He looked bigger in goal against Calgary for Friday night. If he can bounce back at all, it's a huge boon for the Oilers, isn't it? Well, I think there's a big likelihood that he does bounce back. And... uh He's going to be highly motivated. He's got a great attitude coming in. He's off to a really good start from the, the, his his play in Calgary the other night. I think there's a he's he's, he's an athlete. I mean, he's just he's he's got to solidify the technical part of it. You and I have talked about goaltending before. It's a perfect balance between the athletic and the technical. Yep. And uh, Jack, Jack was 
you know, over over aggressive. I thought, and Flurry was too for a number of years when he first came in the league, and he's just got to settle it out. And uh, we all know how important goaltending is. It's like putting in golf. If you you can do a lot of things right. But if you can't put the ball in the hole or you can't stop the puck in the net, you're, 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 you're going to fail. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, it was funny. Just to wrap up, uh, Derek Ryan is going to center the Oilers' second line tonight with Holloway and Yamark. Derek Ryan might have to play center here. He's basically played right wing for the last year and a bit, 36 years of age. Craig, there's two players in the league, 29 or older, that broke, that didn't play an NHL game before the age of 29. Derek Ryan and Pierre Edward Belmar that are both over 500 games played. It's crazy when you think about it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, amazing. And Derek, Derek's good in the face-off circle, too. So, I mean, ideally you want a bigger body there, but uh, he's, he's, he's shown his versatility in so many instances and his value here on, on the Oilers for so many times that, I mean, I, I never, uh, I'm never nervous about where he lands in the lineup. Craig, uh, next week is a uh, holiday for Thanksgiving, but we're going to squeeze you in on another day if you're flexible to it. I'd love to have you on before the start of the regular season. Yeah, well, I look forward to it anytime. All right, there you go. Thanks a lot, Craig. You bet. Thanks, Bob. You bet. It is 427 in Edmonton. That is MACT on Mondays with Craig McTavish. It is brought to you by Contract Equipment Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales. Bob Stoffer live today from uh, Seattle. Wow. Uh, The team had a team-building pickleball session yesterday. I believe the winners... Dylan Holloway was part of the winning tandem when it was all said and done. Yes, Dylan Holloway. And he's uh, off to a great start. Apparently, got quite competitive. Why does that not surprise anybody? Just very quickly, I want to circle back in NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Um... Elite Promotional Marketing, your branded local merchandise specialist into ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and his staff, 40-plus years uh, in Edmonton. All right, Ottawa currently leading the Pittsburgh Penguins 2-0. That's in the second. The Montreal Canadiens and the Leafs are tied 1-1 after 1. The Islanders up 2-1 over the Devils. That's in the first period. Columbus leads St. Louis by a score of 1-0. That's in the first period. Boston and Philadelphia are scoreless uh, midway through the first period. Later tonight, Winnipeg uh, uh, are in Calgary to take on on the Flames and the news of the day involving the Edmonton Oilers yesterday, Brandon Sutter announcing his retirement from hockey. We go off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, and then is a part of our day of recognition for truth and reconciliation uh, here on 630 Chad and Chorus. We'll talk to Edmonton area businessman Robert Moran when we return in Oilers Now.